back once again to the Project Gen X podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with... I'm that other guy, Big Dave. In this episode, we are going to talk Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Now that all the episodes are out, we've had a little bit of time to kind of ruminate on it and, you know, let it settle in and, and look at, you know, where things could go long term as well as some Easter eggs here and there and all that kind of stuff. And so now we're uh, we're ready to discuss um, the Disney Plus series, miniseries. I, I think they said, call it, call I think they've said this is supposed to be the only series of this, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's I think that that's, Because it's... Okay, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't okay, watched yeah, this show. Okay, yeah, let's let's do nah, that. Let's just do it because the way that it ends with Sam finally becoming Captain America, they're kind of like, well, no, the next it's going to be the next Captain America movie. Yeah. You know, so I get that. Where do we begin? Yeah, just we, start at the beginning. We'll start at the beginning. So at the beginning of of the television show, of course, this is post. Uh, Avengers Endgame. Yes. Uh, you know, Cap went back in time to return all of the um, the Infinity Stones. And rather than coming back to the present, he stayed in the 50s, 70s, somewhere. He I'm stayed somewhere. 50s. It's one of those might things. Have, might have been, I don't know. Because here's the thing is that, of course, we're already getting in the weeds here. When you watch Endgame, when he sees Peggy, it's in the 1970s. Are we sure it's in the 70s? Yes. Remember, they go to... Because Stark... Because remember, Tony sees his dad at that facility. Yeah. That And so it's one of those things that you got to think that Tony... And he's talking about, like, Tony, about him being... His wife's pregnant. You know, uh, was it Richard Stark? Is that his name? Was it Richard? That is, is that his dad's name? I don't remember. Anyway. Um, You're more the Iron Man. I, yeah, I know. I should know this off the top of my head, but you know, it's what he's talking about his wife being pregnant. So basically, Tony is meeting his dad when he is, yeah, still in the womb. You know, so however old Tony's supposed to be. I mean, I think it's the seventies. It seems like because you know it's that whole like, um, yeah, I know it's the seventies because they talk about because we, we see Hank Pym and you know and all that stuff. But remember, he goes. Uh, that felt more like the sixties to me. Late sixties, early seventies, it's somewhere in there. Because Pym was definitely a hippie. Yeah, well, but it's also the whole thing. You see the the um, um, uh, the Stanley cameo. You yeah. know, he's got the make yeah, love yeah. not war. You know, uh, which could have been the seventies. Def- it could have been the seventies though. I mean, early seventies because <coughs> a lot of people forget that like all that was still going was on. Into car- the 70s. Was that an old four four two? I think so. That like had that. to have been the seventies then. Yeah, I think because that, car- that was sure a seventies car. I'm pretty sure it was the seventies. Uh, so it's one of those things we see Peggy there. Like that's the first time that he sees her, and yeah. you know, since her death because you know she died was it Age of Ultron, which movie? No, it was Civil a, War. Was it Civil War? Was the beginning of Civil War? Civil War. Okay, uh, that she passes. That's right. That's right. Because, um, uh, yeah, because uh, what's her name is already um, um, Sharon is at the the funeral. They had yeah. already met, and so in uh, Winter Soldier, so. Um, yeah, so it we're we're again we're post in game. Tony stayed somewhere back in time and and aged you mean, up, or not Tony, but uh, Steve stayed back in time yeah. and aged up. Um, he's no turned longer turned the shield over to, to Sam to Sam, which I was all for. I mean, I was one hundred percent all for that. And the that. one thing they they confirmed in the 
the show is that Steve had discussed it with Bucky beforehand, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which they didn't really talk about in the movie. But you they got it. I mean, I've watched. Believe me, I've watched that movie enough times. That little interaction that they have before he goes back in time. Yeah. Uh, remember, because it's one of those things. He's like, "Are you sure about this?" And he's like, "Yeah." And you remember he he gives him the same line that that he gave Bucky. Like, don't do anything, or was like a, is it don't do anything stupid? Yeah. Or, or something like he's like, "How can I when you're you're taking up all the stupid or whatever?" You know. Yeah. So, and it's one of those things that Bucky knew he wasn't coming back because he turns away from the time machine. I mean, it's one of those things. He's like, "All right, you know," and then tells Sam, "Go, go talk to him." You know, yeah. Um, because it, remember, there's that there's that that one little again, we, and we have to talk about this before we get into the because it's all very relevant. They, they have that that look, yeah, where he's like, you know, of course, you know, Sam's like, hey, bring him back, bring him back, you get him back here now, and then Bucky's like, Sam, and he turns around and he just he, they look at each other and he's like, go ahead, you know, go, you know, to Bucky never goes over there because he knew. Yeah, you know, and so it was kind of one of those. So yeah, but it was just basically they put the vocalization to it. I I had always assumed that it was something that that Steve and Bucky had talked about. He probably might have even offered it to Bucky. You yeah. know, and I think I think that they they didn't they talk about. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head um, that they he says something about Steve wanted me to to take it, but I didn't. You know, we thought you were a better choice or yeah, something. something. I forget, I think yeah. it's something along those lines. Um, I could, be, I could be completely wrong on that. Maybe that's just my head cannon of no. That's exactly how it happened. Because because the thing is in the comics, Bucky became uh, Captain America after Steve died. Yeah, and then Steve Rogers came back and became Captain America for again. And then that was the whole thing. He and I don't know because I had stopped reading the comics a while back. You know, several years back. Sure. And I know that in the meantime, Steve Rogers aged up like they did him in this thing, and that Sam Wilson became Captain America, which yes. I'm like, no, perfect. I'm fine with that. Um, I like that. I like that quite a bit, you know. Well, in in the beginning of this, Sam is still not convinced that he's right to be Captain America. Well, he's totally convinced because he turns the shield over to this. Well, he's convinced he's not. Yeah. He turns, he turns the shield over. Yeah. And, you know, and then when he goes back home to see his sister and his, you know, his, um, um, nephews, nephews, which is something that he talks about early on about how his, they were not, um, the blip didn't happen to them. Yeah. You know, he's like, he's like, Hey, you know, all of a sudden I come back and my nephews are big, you know, and all this kind of stuff, you know? And so it's one of those things that we also find out that Sarah, his sister has been trying to keep the family business going. Yep. And, um, she's trying to sell the, her parents original. Yeah. They're, they're fishing, their fishing boat. And Sam doesn't want to do it because, you know, the family legacy and everything. And, and it's, you know, and they go through a bunch of stuff. Now, there's this underlying all the way through this of Sam being a black man in America in 2022 or 2021, whatever, whatever, whatever year we're in, I know. <laughs> I th- <laughs> it, 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 think it, it's 2021. I think it's, yeah, it could be. I'm not know. sure. Uh, you know, and they, and they kind of, especially. No, I mean the year that we're in right now. Yeah, I know. I, yeah. I'm the same way. I'm like, hey, it could be whatever. Who knows? And that's the whole thing with like Avengers Endgame is that like. Or in the in the, the timeline, they've played with the whole because with the with Spider Man Homecoming, they actually give a hard date in there 
Yeah. And they talk about the incident, which is the, the Shatari, you know, the, the end of, of the first Avengers movie being in 2012. Yeah. So it's one of those things where they, they have this hard thing and then all of a sudden we jump five years ahead and then it's like, okay, so is that bringing us to current day or is that five years beyond 2019 when that movie came out or is it what, you know? So it's kind of one of those, uh, yeah, we'll just go with it. It's fine. It's you know, it's, it's somewhere around here. I don't know. It's kind of like, it's comic book logic because, you know, the thing is, is that you read comic books and like these characters never age in 50 years, yeah. you know, and they talk about stuff like, you know, oh, well that, but that was, you know, a couple of years back. And it's like, no, that was like 30 years ago when that happened. You know? It's, it's kind of like us when we talk about the seventies. Yeah, it, no, like it was only 10 years ago. 10 years ago. It was like, oh no, that was like 50 years ago. You know? <laughs> oh, hey, hey, no. 70s oh yeah unfortunately um yeah we're, we're approaching that so anyways sam gives up the, the shield and didn't really doesn't really think much about about it. that first episode we didn't get bucky and and sam in the same room i don't think no um bucky's trying to make amends for he's got for stuff he did as the winter soldier and he's Talking to we this did older, get Rhodey though. We did get Bro- we did get Rhodey. That's right. Because he, he was at the ceremony whenever Sam gave the the shield to the Smithsonian. Yeah, and I was glad to see that. Quite yeah. honestly, I, I I like Don Cheadle, you know, and I love him as Buck as a Rhodey. Honestly, yeah. you know, I really liked um, oh, what's who was it that played him originally? No, Don Cheadle's a better. But I, I liked him. But Don Cheadle has been a better Rhodey over time. Yeah. Um. What's the guy? Terrence um, Howard. Terrence Howard. That's who. Yeah. Um. So honestly, that first episode, not a whole lot happens. In yeah, fact, there's a few it, things it, it we feels get into, very anticlimactic yeah, and a little you know, depressing. There, there's you know that's what we're introduced to the flag smashers in the in in yeah. there you know with uh, Sam goes on the mission. It's also where we meet. Um, I, I'm sorry, I I mm. totally not on top of my game here for all this stuff. Um, What's his name? What's too. his name? What's his name? What's his name? Oh, IMDb. Come on. <laughs> Uh, I'm sick. He's his memory. Uh, Joaquin Torres. That's who it is. We meet Torres. Yeah. Who in the comics becomes Falcon. Uh, yeah. After Sam becomes Captain, Captain America. America. Yeah. Uh, but it's one of those things where he's the one that, that's talking about this whole flag smasher thing. You know, it's like, hey, you know, we've got this this thing that's happening and, and we're trying to he, he's actually more interested in it because of how high tech and how right. open and source it exactly is. and so what we find out with the flag because Torres is kind of a, a tech oh yeah because he wants to, he wants to work on um uh red bird yeah you know it's like no, red wing a red wing yeah red after wing. red wing gets you know and because sam's working on red wing and he's like oh you know we got people that can work on this and he's like yeah i'm not which is funny because he talks about he basically implies, I don't want the military working on this because then they can track me. And yeah. then you find out later that they've been tracking them all along yeah. through all of this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes perfect sense. you know. <laughs> well, I mean, they've got cell phones. So yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's all kind of... So it's one of those things. We meet the Flag Smashers and we find out that they're super, some of them are super soldiers. Yes. Like they have this... They have... You know, this, they, somebody has recreated the Steve Rogers formula. The, the formula. And so... That becomes, we also find out, we start to understand who the Flag Smashers are. Again, Flag Smashers goes back to the comic books. Yeah. I have I stopped reading comics 
in the last six or seven years. I don't, I can't keep up any longer. So I'm not as up on some of this stuff as I once was. Sure. Um, but we meet uh, Carly Morgenthau, 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 uh, who is the head of the Flag Smashers. Yes. And what we find out with the flag, and I, I found that I found this pretty interesting. So during the five years from the blip, basically, you know, half the world's population is gone, and yeah. so they're really the world kind of came together as a. Well, the world also kind of spread out. Well, it's one of those things. All of a sudden, places you had places that you had overpopulation, they took those populations and, and put them other places. Yeah, right. Well, when all that was reversed, yeah, all of a sudden there's all these displaced people. Yes, that like they come back. They did. They, they were there one second. They're back the next second, but it's five years has passed. Yeah, and now there's someone living in their home. Yep. And it's like, what's going on? So basically what's happening is that the world governments are going, okay, we're going to try to put this everything back to the way it was prior. And the flag smashers are, no, we want open borders, one world, one people, as they say. That's their, that's their motto, one world, one people. You know, it's not fair that, you know, you're, you're going to take all of us who you brought into these countries and now you're just going to throw us back to the wind, you know, and that yeah. kind of stuff. And so they're building this. They're basically internment camps. Yeah, but they're building uh, this grassroots movement of people, you know. And so that is a... (laughs) We're going to get into the politics, the real-world politics of this in a minute, because there's some interesting parallels here. Um, Well, there's on multiple fronts. Yeah, on on multiple fronts, you know. The, the cool thing, well, it's one of those, anyway, so we get down to the end of it. You know, Sam, they're trying to get a, a loan to save the family business. They, the, the bank is like, oh, yeah, you're Falcon. And and then they're like, no, we can't give you a loan, you know. And, of course, they're talking about, you know, minorities not being able to get loans and, you know, this and that and everything. Yeah. And then the very last thing we see is that the United States has decided we needed a Captain America, and they introduce John Walker. As Captain America, which I immediately was like, oh, okay, they're introducing U.S. agent, the guy who goes on to become yeah, U.S. Yeah, I agent. didn't catch it until later. I knew that because I remember in the 80s, and uh, again, in the comics, Steve Rogers decided he didn't want to be Captain America any longer because he did not agree with what the government was trying to to do, basically. He's like, well, if you're, if you're not going to uh, live up to these American ideals, then I'm not going to be your your idol, basically, you know? And so he stepped down, and they put John Walker in. And John Walker was a psychopath <laughs> in a lot of ways. Yes. Now, this John Walker is a little different because it's obvious that he's a good soldier. you know. And even he is kind of the, I'm not sure I'm worthy to be Captain America. You know, he's like, I don't have the, the, the super soldier serum and I don't, you know, and all this kind of stuff. He talks about that with his wife at the beginning, you know, like when they're, they're doing the big introduction, you know, at the football stadium and everything. And he, he, he's like, I'm not sure, you know, and then his buddy, um, oh, what's his friend's name? Who gets killed later. You're talking about uh, Battlestar. Yeah. Um, but I forget what his his real name is but it's one of those things you know that they've been friends forever you know and they're basically trying to reinvent captain america and the falcon is basically what they're doing you know yeah um 
but the, the big thing with John Walker is that he is very much a, I'm Captain America, do what I say, you know, which yeah. doesn't work for Cap. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, you know, Steve Rogers is always, he was at least pragmatic about stuff. He yeah. wasn't a, Hey, I'm Captain America. You do what it goes. You know, he, he pulls later on, do you know who I am? You know, uh, later on type stuff. But it's one of those things where like, it's an inter- still an interesting study of someone who is given this mantle to represent a country, but he doesn't feel like he's as good as his predecessor. Yeah. And he keeps thinking that there is this that he if, if he had the serum, if he had the super soldier serum, that he could do be more. As, he could do more. I could be the new Captain America. Yeah. Well, again, we have to go in so many different avenues here of this. So they, Bucky, you know, obviously comes back. He's like, "Hey, why did you give up the shield to to Sam?" Yeah. In doing well, they're, that, they're basically they're fighting. I mean, it's like they're in couples therapy. Oh, dude, it's so much they're fun. in couples therapy, dude. The, the 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 bromance here is just wonderful. I love Sam and Bucky. Oh yeah. I, I, I mean, like, I I want them to make the like the the comedy version of this, <laughs> just the two of them. Because what are you talking about? This was a comedy because version of the this. first. Because when they when they go and they're fighting the when they when they first encounter the flag smashers <laughs> when they're on that convoy, you know, when they they yeah. They, like, they are talking so much shit to each other the entire time. Even before Walker and Battlestar show up, yeah, the two of them are just talking smack the entire time to each other while they're oh, yeah. fighting. You know the whole like you know they 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 don't talk they don't speak to each other when they're on the plane. They get there and Buck's, Bucky's like, "So what's the plan?" And Sam just like jumps out of the plane and then he gets over and uh, Torres is like, "So you need a you need a." Um, Parachute? A parachute is like, no, I got this. And so he jumps out without a parachute and he like lands and like falls all over the place. So he tries to like brace himself with his aunt with his robotic arm and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And Sam just is like, you know I got all that on video, right? <laughs> well, he basically tried to pull a Captain America yeah, where he would just, just jump out of the plane yeah, with whatever. No parachute. Yeah, I know. But it's so it, funny. It was a call back to that oh, time I know, when Captain Did he just did he have it on a parachute? No. No. Yeah. I, you know, it, it's it's one of those like it's just the, the the amount of smack. It's like you can oh, tell that yeah. they're friends, but there's that there, there's still tension between the two yeah. of them, you know. And then when they finally get back, from, you know, of course, Walker and Battlestar show up, and and there's the whole they're, and they're walking back oh, to where goodness that the second episode of this of this series is amazing, and and they also drop a lot in this because that's where we we get to see well, you get the comment about well, will you White Panther now? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I'm White Wolf. What? Actually, it's White Wolf. What? What? <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, you know my, that kind of my stuff. favorite is like when they're when they Walker finally talks him into the car, right? And they're riding along, and Bucky's like, "What's your nickname?" It's like a Battle Star. Stop the car! I know. It's just like <laughs> I know. It's just like all right, we had enough. But you know, the whole thing is that Bucky takes Sam to meet Isaiah Bradley. Yeah. Which I know you haven't read it, but there was a series back in the early 2000s. It was called, it was Captain America Red, White, and Black. That's yeah. what it was called. And it basically goes back to. And, and this series, 
evidently pulls very heavily very from much that from series. it. It does, and it's like I remember reading that, and it was one of those things where they basically went back to before Steve Rogers was Captain America. Yeah, and when they were trying to de- to develop the serum to the super social serum. Yeah, and of course, like we have seen in real life. They well, took it, that that storyline pulled heavily from the Tuskegee from the Tuskegee experiments, right, exactly. where the U.S. government was researching syphilis on right. African American men without their knowledge, right? And really, really, it really screwed up. Did like, really did some, did some horrible things, and they so they they kind of I mean, took the US, that. The U.S. And, government has a history of oh, yeah, experimenting no on its own. Oh, people. I know, I know. <laughs> I'll get political here. So. Uh, no, I'm, I'm going back to you <laughs> oh, know, I know, I when know. they were gassing St. Louis in the, in the 60s. There was all kinds of MK stuff. Ultra, I know. Uh, when they were um, sterilizing uh, American Indian women on right. the reservations without their knowledge or consent. Right, I know. Uh, U.S. government has a oh, history of this Oh, garbage. believe me. Yeah, believe me. I, I am well aware. So they're then <clears> pulling from that. And so basically what they did is that in this, they, they were telling the story of how Isaiah Bradley was the only one of the people who were who was experimented on that they got it right. So he really and truly was the first Captain America. Yeah. And it, and it was one of those things that because you know and it's really horrifying in the comic how they talk about you know they would give it to somebody and it's like okay everything's going well and then all of a sudden they would start morphing and, and they were just completely off completely the off the rail but but I'm talking about like they were deformed and every I mean just all kinds of you know yeah and for whatever reason they got it right with Isaiah Bradley and so they actually sent him on a few missions but they never would say who it was because this was 1940s yeah. America and there was no way they were ever going to be able to put a black soldier out there as this is the guy, you know, type yeah. stuff. And so it was one of those things that in they explained how like for decades nobody knew who he was. Yep. Whatsoever nobody knew about him and he and he liked it that way. He he, well, he was so fed up with it with the well, with the US government. They even go into he was they imprisoned him for the right. 30 for some 30 odd years, years to experiment on him and right. figure out to how try to try to get to to get more to get more serum basically yeah. is what it was. And so it's in here it it, it 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 they follow it somewhat from the comic but not 100%. So in this one he's living with his grandson and oh no 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 we'll get to that because there's more. There's more to it, okay? So he's living okay. with his grandson uh, in, did they say where he was? Like, it was in Indiana, wasn't it? I think so. I think, yes, I forget where it was exactly. I, I keep wanting to say Gary, but I don't think it was Gary. Uh, but it was one of those things where they, they go to his house. Yeah. Because Bucky wants Sam to see. No, Bucky wants him to meet him. He wants him to meet, because, because Sam doesn't know about him whatsoever. So they go in, and of course, the way that he gets in, his grandson comes to the door. He's like, "There's no Isaiah Bradley here." He's like, "Look, just tell him that the guy that he met in that bar in in uh, Korea, in South Korea, in the 1950s is here." Yeah, and because Bucky was the Winter Soldier back then, so they had fought. So when Isaiah comes to the door, he is not happy to see Bucky. No, because he thought he killed him and ripped his arm off. Right, and that's you know, so it's this whole thing, and like Sam all of a sudden is like, why didn't you ever tell me this? He's like, because he didn't want anybody to know. Yeah. That's the whole thing, you know? And so they're having this argument in the street. The cops show up. Oh, but before that, they walk into this neighborhood and this kid looks up at him and he's like, oh, dude, 
you're Black Falcon. He's like, no, I'm just the Falcon. He's like, my dad says you're Black Falcon. You know, it's kind of one of those yeah. things which a lot of comic books in the 60s and 70s especially, Yeah, that's why you would have like Black Adam and Black Lightning and Black, and you know, it's like Black Panther, yeah. you know, and that kind of stuff where it's a, it was, you really have to point out their person's race to, you know, it, there really was a lot of that type of stuff, yeah. you know. Um, well, I mean, it was of the time. It was of and, the time. And let's I mean, be honest, they were marketing. They were trying to, yeah. but, you know, uh, but it was still one of those things where it's like, I don't think that Falcon was ever Black Falcon. I don't think that they ever called him that. I no. think he was just the Falcon. No, I do, if, I, if I'm remembering correctly, I think he was a villain in the very beginning. Like the very first Falcon? Like, yeah, at the very first, like this very first appearance. But then he switched. Hawkeye was a villain the first time that he was introduced in the comic books. Um, well, th- there's I think a few mentioned that. There's though. a few of them here and there that they do that kind of yeah. stuff, you know. And then and then like they 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 introduce them and as a one off or whatever. And then when they come back later, they're not that any longer, you know. It's yeah, kind of one yeah, of those yeah. like, all right, we're not we're not we're not talking about that, you know. Um, so anyway, so we get into this whole, you know, and the cops show up and, you know, and it's kind of that, hey, is this guy bothering you? He's like, don't you know who this is? The Falcon. You know, this is, don't, you know, don't be doing, pulling this crap, you know. Um, so they put together, <laughs> I hate to say this. I really hate to say this. But do you know who the star of this, the show is? It's Baron Zemo. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> This has almost become a catchphrase for me, but I can't I disagree with you on that. So they go and they break Zemo out of them yeah. because he knows all about Hydra and where, you know, because they're trying to find out who where they're getting this super soldier serum from. Right. Um, and he's like, sure, I'll go with you. They wind up in Madripoor. Well, no, before okay. that, you get a mention of the power broker. Okay, we got to mention the power broker. Okay. Uh, and so it's one of those things that they, he's like, yeah, and the power broker is in Madripoor. Yeah. Love the fact that they mentioned Madripoor because Madripoor is heavily tied to the X Men and Wolverine, yeah. especially because Wolverine owned a bar in Madripoor. Oh, it was it was something Princess. Yeah, and he went by Patch because he wore an eye yeah. patch, you know. And he, yeah, okay, it's as plausible as, as Clark Kent in the glasses. Okay, so yeah. it's like, <laughs> but they they wind up in Madripoor. Um, they're looking, you know, for the power broker, blah blah blah. Come to find out, their old friend Sharon Carter is, is there in Madripoor. Is in Madripoor, and so and well connected, very well connected. She's still on the run. She has not been pardoned like no. a lot of other people after uh, civil, you know, the whole Civil War thing. So uh, they're like, "Look, help us. We'll get you pardoned." Yeah. You know, she's like, "Look, I just want to be left alone." Blah blah blah. But she keeps throughout this series, she keeps getting pulled back into it. You know, around that kind of stuff. <sighs> Big reveal at the end. We find out she really is a power broker. It was kind of telegraphed from the very beginning. Yeah. The name of the episode was the power broker. We never met them. It's like, obviously, it's her. Now, there are yeah. theories out there that maybe she's a scroll. It's not really Sharon Carter. It's any number of things. Sharon Carter in the comics has gone back and forth of being shield and being hydra and being yeah. you know whatever so it's kind of one of those all right she's morally flexible yeah but she was steve rogers girlfriend at one time yep. you know i mean th- there's all kinds of stuff in there. which is kind of creepy if you think about it uh, kind of yeah yeah kind of uh 
Yeah. I like her better than Peggy, personally. But, I, you know, that's... Yeah. <laughs> Emily Van Camp is just hot. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no you're not wrong. And she kicks ass on top of it all, dude. That, some of those fight scenes, you know, it's oh, yeah. like Sharon Carter is a badass, man. One of my favorite um, scenes is when Zemo pulls out in the Firebird mm-hmm. and... Um, Bucky gets in the front seat and Sam has to get in the back and they do that call back to when they were in the VW bug. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, you're not going to pull your seat up, are you? Yeah. Nope. It's nope. <laughs> like, nice. there's there again, there nice is so much, back. but the, the three of them, Oh, okay, yeah. j- again, mm-hmm. I want to see a road trip movie. <laughs> with, with, <laughs> no, the three of them. They're, they're just—it's not even like a like a superhero movie. It's just—it's—it's <laughs> it's Bucky, it's Bucky, Sam, and Zemo just like going cross country. <laughs> oh no, no, that would be terrible. Uh, and of course, everybody loved the when they're in Madripoor and they're at the bar or they're in the club and Zemo's dancing. Yeah, and they're doing the what is love, you know. And the <laughs> Apparently, Marvel, because that got so much traction, yeah. put out a two-hour video on YouTube. Of just him dancing? Of just him dancing <laughs> to what is love. Of like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but oh, yeah, no. of course, I know we're missing a lot of stuff. We're trying to get down. So it's basically one of the things. They find the, they find the guy who had, who made the, um, the, extra the, serum. the extra serum. Zemo kills him. Uh, before they find out, you know who was behind it and everything. Yeah. Um, there's some I, again. We're kind of jumping ahead on some of this stuff. They get out, you know. They get, of course, they get into a big fight there. They get out. They go back to um, where did they go? Oh, they went to uh, Latveria. Yeah. Uh, oh, it was Sokovia. Sorry, Sokovia. Sokovia. Yes. They do wind Sokovia. up in Latveria at one point, but they wind up in Sokovia, which there is a really interesting exchange when they're in Madripoor. About um, everything that happened in Sokovia. Yes. About the Sokovia Accords and everything. And they're like, you know, they they said that there was a, because, uh, you know, uh, Zemo lost his family and all of that. And we also find out he's, like, loaded. He's a baron. He he's is, baron Zemo. Yeah. He's yeah, it's a, baron Zemo. Right, we, yeah. we finally get the the official name right. type oh and we him. also get him in his costume yeah which is really cool with the the, the purple mask and everything well, you know it, it's a in the comic you know he wore the mask because his face was disfigured right, from right, you know the attacks in right. this one it's more of a i'm just trying to hide my face right, type right. thing so it's one of those things where he we, he's talking <coughs> to them and he says something you know and they, they said he said something about mm-hmm. sokovia or whatever and they're like yeah you know they put up a i hear they put up a, a monument and all this kind of stuff and he's like did you guys go see it and Bucky and Sam kind of look at each other like now he's like, yeah, yeah, you did all of that. And you, and you hadn't even gone back to see the memorial. You know, it's kind of one of those like, mm, yeah, I, I'm kind of, I agree with him. You know, yeah. this, this show really questions a lot of, of like moral conundrums. Yeah. A lot of them. And we're going to get into them. Once we get through kind of the full, we're going to get into some of it um so it's one of those things they go back they find out where the black smashers are going to be um and sam's trying to talk to um carly kind of trying to talk her down you know like look i worked with you know vets with ptsd and this and that and you know he's like you know i can help 
the problem is is that Sam Walker or it's not Sam Walker, uh, John, John Walker, Walker and and uh, Battlestar Battlestar show up and they give him like five minutes and then Martin Barjan Barjan you're fight, under arrest. Big fight breaks out and Carly winds up killing Battlestar Battlestar and no. yeah. It was her. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It was she her. She killed him. And then it's one of those things that John loses his shit. And he goes outside. He grabs one of the other Flag Smashers and literally like beats his head in in front of everybody with the shield. Basically cuts him in half with the shield. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of... Uh, it's um, actually reminiscent to um, Civil War when Steve used the shield... He was yeah. on top of Iron Man, and he brought the shield down on top of his power his armor, supply. Right. Well, <laughs> some people online started calling him Decaptain America. Because yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> it's one of the last time we see is him standing there, and he's got the shield and there's blood on it. Yeah. The next episode picks up exactly where that ends. ends um, and him and Bucky and Sam have a big fight. Yep. You know, they're trying to get the shield back from him and they're going to take him back and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And he's like, no, I did the right thing. And it's, you know, and Zemo got away in the meeting. Yeah. Oh, also in this, uh, the, um, well, Walker's taking the serum. No, no, no. Well, no, no, yeah. Oh, but one thing, even before that, we left out the fact that, um, the Wakandan guard showed to get Zemo. Oh, you're right. Because um, Bucky, you're right. Bucky knew they were there, and that's the whole thing when they get into a fight prior to all this, and like they absolutely kick Walker's ass all over the place, and he's yeah. like, "I, they're not even super soldiers, <clears throat> and I can't win this, you know, type stuff." But yeah, so it's one of those things that when they get when they when they get Carly, Zemo gets to her, yeah, first, and um, she drops all of the the serum. There's a really interesting. In this, and I'm sure you saw it, Zemo smashes all of it. Like, he's like stamping yeah. on everything, but he picks one of them up and he looks at it. And it's one of those things that he kept saying that, that he kept he kept saying with the with this with this great power that you become a supremacist. Yeah. Whenever you take this, because quite literally, you are bigger and faster and better yeah. than everybody else, you know, and like everybody that takes it, you know, and they're like, well, what about Steve? And we're like, well, look what he did. You know, he's kind of, he's again, he's getting into that whole moral, like, yeah. you know, not everybody's Steve Rogers, you know, type stuff, you know, uh, Bucky's got it, you know, he was given it. And yeah. it's one of those things that he was a killer for he years. Was an assassin. He was an assassin, programmable yeah. assassin exactly. for years, you know? And so it's one of those things that, you know, they, he smashes well, all even the Battlestar vials. at one point makes a comment. Oh, well, they're it talking only, about it. It only makes you more of what you already right. are. And that's one of the things that they're sitting Battlestar and, and, um, Walker are talking at one point. Yeah. And they were like, you know, imagine all the lives we could have saved if we had had that serum, you know, cause, cause they're battle, they're, they're vets, you know I mean? They, yeah. they have been in war, you know, type. So they're like, we could have saved so many more people if we'd had that. That's the mentality. Yeah. So it's one of those things that he smashes all these, these vials, but one of them falls in behind and Walker finds it and takes and it. takes it. Well, he, <coughs> he didn't take it immediately. He put it in his pouch, but he took it after yeah. Battlestar was killed. Yeah. And he took it and then he goes and he kills this, flag smasher and for everybody to see you know it's all over the place of course he gets called back to washington and they decommission him they're like well they didn't just decommission him they dishonorably discharged right, him right you know he wasn't going to get his pension or his, any of that stuff you know here's where things get interesting and there's a little bit of backstory on this um 
in this episode after after he's sitting in the um he's sitting in the well, it's the hallway of where he just got right with his wife and you hear somebody walk up and it's Val Cooper it's not Val Cooper. Oh, that, that's, that's right. No, we talked not, about. We that. talked about. It's not Val Cooper. It is. What is her name? It's like it's it's Julia Louise Dreyfus playing this character. It's something, 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 something. You can call me Val, but don't, Valentina you, Allegra de Fontaine. Okay, this character in the comics goes way back. <clears throat> she was part of like she was like. Nick Fury's girlfriend at one time. Like, she was a part of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Know, long time, you know. Always kind of been a covert, very, you know, kind of stuff. However, in recent years in the comic, they've really hinted at and kind of made that character the new Madam Hydra as well. No, oh, okay. So it's one of those things that there's potential to go somewhere with this. Um, yeah, I thought it was Val Cooper at first, which again gets into that X-Men. Oh, they, they introduced us to Mad Rapport. Now they're introducing us to Val Cooper, who was the government liaison to X-Factor, you know, and all this yeah, yeah, and Freedom yeah. Force and several different things, you know. Um, but it wasn't her. So they can go a lot of ways with this eventually. But she gives them a card and says, we'll call you, you know, type stuff. You know, yeah. It just, Even his wife, like, looks at the card and, and there's, like, nothing there's nothing on it. Nothing I know. On it. So... I'm trying to think what I was. So, so anyways, so uh, the I'm trying to remember where we were. So he's been decommissioned. They're still trying to find where everybody is, you yeah. know, that kind of stuff. They they get Sharon Carter back and this and that. Uh, in the meantime, since he's been decommissioned and dishonorably discharged and everything, he goes and makes his own shield. Yes. Uh, and so it, it's one of those things that. As this progresses and we get into well, oh, and also you end up you end up with Sam back down in right. He kind of yeah. He's like I've had enough of this. This is he, he's got the shield. He right. takes it back with him. He's gonna hide. Oh, and it. this is also uh, the the guard get uh, Zemo yeah as well. They take him. They're taken into the raft. They, they already yep. said we're taking him back to the raft. This is uh, so, but Sam. Or uh, Bucky says, I got one more request, or one more favor, if you... Of the Wakanda uh, guard. Yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, so they're like, okay. So he winds up in Louisiana with... Sam. Uh, with Sam and, and his sister and everything. And working on the boat. Working on the boat, and he's flirting with Sarah, and Sam's not happy about it. Yeah, because Bucky's hitting <laughs> on his sister. I was like, I kind of, this is kind of fun. This is, this is funny, okay? It's, yeah. uh, uh, you know, and everything. And so they're kind of, and he gives him this, he's like, I've got a present for you, you know, and he well, helps him. Another know. scene from this, Bucky's evidently sleeping on the couch. Yes. And he wakes up to find the nephews playing with the shield. That's right. That's right. Which they is are. a great scene. I know. Scene. Yeah. They're playing with the shield and like they go out and they're kind of throwing the shield around talking, you know, yeah. and he's like basically saying you have to become Captain America. Yeah. Like you have to. Uh, and so it's one of those things that Sam Bucky leaves and he, Sam goes and talks to Isaiah Bradley. Well, no, I mean, Sam and Bucky have a heart to heart. Right. And he's like, you haven't been doing the work. Right. You know, That's you true. haven't yeah. been making amends. You've right. been avenging. Right. And you then, need and to go, is, yeah. And you so, need to go make amends where you see Bucky go back to the, eventually. Yeah. To the guy that, to the guy the older who, man whose who, son he killed. Right. And he has to tell him, it happens at the end, but he has to tell him, he's like, look, I killed your son years ago. You know, this is what happened. You yeah. Know? Um, 
that um a lot happens in these last two episodes that I can't remember which one's where and, and everything. But yeah, so it's one of those things that they go and they finally, they they find the flag smack and it's a situation where, of course, you know, Sam doesn't want to kill anybody. No. This is a... Sorry about that. Computer did something strange. Uh you know, Zemo had been telling him all along, "You're going to have to kill Carly." Yeah, because there's no, she's not going to stop unless you do. You know, and I got to say, this final battle scene. Well, when you get the new suit, do okay. Yeah, so Sam goes and open gets the new suit, and he is Captain. Like he he gets the comic book accurate Captain Fal- Falcon, Cap- <laughs> Captain Falcon outfit. Yeah, Captain yeah. America Falcon. You know, but here's, um, but the thing is, he goes and he talks to he talks to. Then he talked to Isaiah before. He t- yeah he goes and talks to yeah. him, and he's like you know you can't as a black man you cannot be the symbol of America. They're never going to accept you. Gonna be, accept yeah. you. They're never going to you know this kind of stuff. So it's one of those things when we get to the and then Sam ends up back in Louisiana right, talking to his sister. Right. And his sister's like, "Well, what have we been fighting for?" Then? Exactly. The you know, it's a um, politically this show was all over the place. Yeah, it really is, which I kind of like because it's like we're not really taking a stance on any. We're trying to bring both sides you're, to the middle is what we're trying to do here. You know, we're, we're we're talking about all the things without really making talking about all the things. You yeah. Know. So anyway, <clears> so it's one <throat> of those things that you know, this battle is pretty spectacular. I mean, because you got all these super soldiers fighting each other. Yeah. John Walker appears. You know, and he's involved now. He's got this janky shield <laughs> that, he's, that he's welded that, that he's, himself. I know he's built himself, and it's kind of his redemption in a lot of ways, yeah. you know, of, of and even the point, you know, like, you know, even Bucky at the end is like, Hey, you did good, you know, type stuff. And, um, unfortunately, you know, Carly does wind up dying yeah. at the end of it. And, uh, but then Sam as captain America, well, there, there's this great scene where it's a general crowd shot. And one guy's like, it's black Falcon. Oh, the no, guy that's Nick- at the end of it. So after it's all after at the end of it, and the guy's like, it's Black Falcon. And then an older black gentleman says, no. no. it was the younger guy. That oh, that's said, right. He said, no, that's Captain America. Yeah. Yeah. And there, that's, you know, again, it's a little like beating you over the head with it. But it's it's there. It's true. It's, it's, it's true. It's, it's 100% yeah. true. It's it, it, what we should have all the, said to begin it's with. It's the you know? point where he actually becomes. Right. And he gives a pretty good speech, you know, to the. He calls out all the governments right. on oh, all their was, crap. They're trying to, the, what do they call What is it called? The global, it's the G. It's the GRS. GRP. It's the GRP is what it is. Or repatriation. I forget what something. It is. Yeah, I forget. But it's what the basically the flag smashers are like. We're we're not going to allow this vote to go through. Yeah, because they're basically going to vote to send everybody. You know, so there's this there's this great speech that Sam gives in front of everybody. You know, yeah. about no, we got to do better. We we have to be better. You know, all of us, all of us on yeah. all sides have to do better. Right, and so it's they. Then there's a little. They, you know, they're, they're, they're leaving, you know, they're, you know, him and Bucky are talking and this and that, you know, and, uh, um, um, John Walker, you know, kind of walks off, kind of gets his yeah. redemption and all that kind of stuff. Uh, they come back to a couple little things. <laughs> they're showing all, cause they, they're showing all of the, the remaining flag smashers being sent off to the raft. Yeah. And one of the soldiers that puts them in the transport says one world, one people. Yeah. 
before you know it closes the door and it starts to go off, and then it explodes. Well, no, you, what you didn't see was, um, oh, what's her name? Sharon. Sharon. Yeah, had her. She actually put a bomb on the truck. Right, but did you see who it was that? It was her butler. No, it wasn't her butler. It was Zemo's butler. Oh, was it Zemo's butler? Yeah, that was the guy that was in the plane. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yes. And so it's one of those things that when we, when we see Zemo in the raft and he's reading about this where he knows that he's the one because he kept saying all along, you can't let them live. If yeah. you let them live, they're going to keep coming back and causing more problems, which, yeah. again, is that moral gray area of, again, you don't want to be on Zemo's side, but he's not wrong well, about a lot of stuff. You know, it's, you, did you notice what book it was he was reading? Um, it was part of the Machiavellian. Brought, well, that's series. what he was reading in the yeah. when when they go to break him out of the jail. You know, or the, the, to begin with, it, that's what he's reading. You yeah. know, and um, but it, but it is one of those things because that's the whole thing. Because Sharon is the, that says it looks like Zemo won. Yeah, you know that with the whole with them being destroyed and everything. So, um, so. There are some nice little addendums on this, you know, because it's one of those things where Sam does go back to, to Isaiah, Isaiah and he's like, look, you need to come with me because I need to show you something. So yeah. they go to the Captain America, the, to the Smithsonian and the Captain America exhibit. Yes. And there is a bronze statue of Isaiah Bradley there. Yeah. With, with a the, plaque. With the story right. of what happened right. to. saying Because the whole thing is that he doesn't want to be, he doesn't want people to know he's still alive. Yeah. So basically what he's done is he's like, no. Your story is going to be here forever. You're going to be a part of the Captain America story. Yeah. But we're not telling anybody you're still alive because that's not what what you want, you know, type stuff, which is pretty cool, you know. Um, We also get – we get to see John Walker as U.S. US agent. agent. And he's got, again, a very comic book accurate uh, uh, costume. Right. It's basically his his – Captain America costume, except it's black rather than blue. And he even says something about that. Yeah. And, and Valerie says, you know, we're going to need, when when we call you, we're not going to need Captain America. We're going to need a U.S. agent. You yeah. Know? So it's that whole, you're working for a covert, you know, which is what they did with him for a lot of a lot yeah. of years. He's he's kind of the wet works Captain America, you know, where it's like, well, we can it, bring you in. Wasn't part of the and, Dark Avengers at one point? No. Are you sure? It wasn't him. No, it was not him. Um, the, uh, who was it? There was someone that they gave the shield to, but it was not. I think it was Bullseye, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. It was something like that. I mean, it was one of those things where it was. Yeah. A, um, and then we see um, Bucky and Sam. Yeah. Talking again. You know, they're back. And I'm trying to remember everything that happened. I, I, I Oh, the very last thing we see is Sharon Carter is... In, she's being pardoned. She's being pardoned. And reinstated. And reinstated. And then she... Oh, we also found out that Sharon is the the power broker. Yeah. Because her and Carly, you know, were talking. Uh, they also bought, brought back Badrock. Yes. Which was uh, kind of, you know, as what... When they, when they first... That was the... Even without the... You know who plays that character, don't you? Mm-hmm. It's George St. Pierre. Okay. Oh, I'm, I remember him from earlier well, stuff. No, it's George St. Pierre from MMA Oh, fame. okay, okay. I mean, yeah. this guy... He's badass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we, we get to the end of it. He's cap, you know, all that kind of stuff. Sharon's in, and then she makes a phone call saying, hey, I'm back in. I have access to all kinds of new stuff. Yeah. We don't know who she's talking to. One of the things I learned 
you know, uh, the Black Widow movie was supposed to come out last yes. year. And it got pushed because of COVID. And it's coming it's out later this year. Finally. In July. Apparently, Val is introduced in that movie. Oh, really? We were supposed to have seen her already before gotcha. Captain. One other thing that they changed when they went when they were first going into production on this show, the original storyline was of a pandemic, of a virus that had gotten loose that they were trying to, yeah. and then COVID happened, and they're like, okay, let's back this up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and they started, and they, they kind of went over again. All right, let's talk about the political optics on this a little bit. Well, you okay. noticed the posters, right? Yes. The rebuild. Re, the, yeah, I know. What was it? It was rebuild something, restore. Yeah, I know. It's basically the build back better yeah. is what it is. Okay. The flag smashers are essentially Antifa. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. Okay. No borders, one world government. Yeah. By any means. I mean, literally they'll use violence to get what they that they want. Yeah. They have this ground. You know, the whole thing with the soldier, you know, the the being a part of it, you know, or, or be agreeing with them. That kind of stuff. We've seen that happen a little bit here and there with, you know, some circumstances. What's funny about it, though, is that because that is such a what Hollywood would usually side with, they made them into the bad guys yeah. in this. And what happened? And what destroys? <clears throat> what destroys Antifa in this? A black man dressed in the colors of the United States of America being Captain America. <laughs> it's like <laughs> technically no. Technically, no. I, know, I mean, he's I the one who defeats him and right. is trying to do the right thing with him. But it's it was so funny because especially in that that third episode, that second episode, what it was when the the whole when they go to see Isaiah, and yeah. there's a lot of people supposedly a lot of people turned off the episode, like a large majority of people who were watching it turned off the episode when the cops show up and start giving Sam a hard time. Really. Supposedly that, that there's been a, you know, whatever. But the thing is, is that is woke is it was looking like it was going in some of this. They really kind of did some. Let's look at the other side here and see. Well, where we I can, mean, they were pulling from saying, the red, white, exactly, and black. And it's where, I kept, it's where I kept saying it's like they kind of took the flag smashers and, you know, being like this, this kind of like far, you know, this, this crazy extremist, extreme extremist. And took the whole Captain America being a black man. How can that happen? You know, because of how America's treated, you know, black man over the years and that kind of stuff. And rather than like, and then and then also just the patriotism and the you know all this kind of yeah. like, and they kind of made took all of those and rather than going to one side of the aisle or the other, they kind of like did this whole V thing where they all kind of converge in the middle at some point. Well, I mean, he he makes a. He Sam in his speech makes a point. Absolutely, of going, this is why this is what's happening. Right? Has anybody bothered to ask the questions why this exactly. is happening? Exactly, and and that's a lot of the questions. One of the things it, I have said for a long time of like, why are why aren't we asking the questions that are going to in, instead do, of you know you know picking up weapons and fighting each other? Why aren't we sitting down talking? Exactly. Why aren't we having you know? conversations about these things right. and trying to find an answer to them? Absolutely. Oh, I'll tell you something we forgot. <laughs> oh, great, great, great 
like scene in this show. Okay. Is when after they sprung Zemo and they're sitting on the plane because, yeah. you know, Zemo's got a private plane and a butler and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And we find out that Bucky has Cap's old book, like the, his, that he's writing all this stuff down yeah. that he's missed and everything. Yeah, yeah. And Bucky asks, or Cap, or uh, Sam asks Bucky, he's like, did you, did you listen to Trouble Man? Like, I, like, you know, like I told Steve, he's like, yeah, listen to it. it. It was all right. You know, he's like, all right. What do you mean? It's all right. And Zemo's like, no, really, it does capture. It, it does really uh, capture you know, the, uh, the, the African-American plight in America. And he's like, shut up. He's right. But it's just like. <laughs> there are so many like little things like that. Shut up. He's right. But I don't like it coming from him. Exactly. Yeah. You know, there are quite a few. Like I said. I want to see the road trip movie of the three of them. Just like <laughs> that ends in only one way, and, and I'm it's fine the with ending it. of the Devil's Rejects. That's the only way that ends. I, hey, it's you know it is one of those things. But again, you know, again with the whole like the 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 moral ambiguity of all of this, you know, because it is one of those things where you know you look at the flag smashers well, and you go, you've kind of been I dealing see. with that moral ambiguity. Ambiguity, I ambiguity. Yeah, I can't breathe, so I That's can't fine. have talk tonight. But you you see that all the way through all of these Absolutely. Marvel oh, movies. They they especially after well, after the Avengers, especially okay. with Iron Man, right? Because it's, yeah, in Iron Man two, they bring him in to sit at subcommittee. Like, how? Why are you allowed to have this? No, and, that's not two. It is. Yeah, it's two. They oh yeah, in. you're right. They bring you're him right, into the subcommittee, right, and they've got you know they've got a um, Stan. Uh, what's his name? Um, it's um, Sam Rockwell. Um, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's trying to build his own Iron Man suit, you know, that kind of stuff. And uh, and it's one of those things that they, they they go through all of that, and then you get into Captain America. Hammer. Hammer, yeah. Hammer. You get into Captain America Winter Soldier, and then it's this whole, like, you know, well, there's this, what do we do in this situation? Yeah. You know, where it's, we know we know that the government has been infiltrated. It's, it's and, that whole moral ambiguity right. of we want to do the right thing. But. And then we screw everything up trying to in, do the right and thing. And then you get into Age of Ultron, yeah. and that's the whole thing with Ultron. He's like, no, humans are a virus in this world. They need to be destroyed. And also with what happened yeah you know with you know him trying to destroy you know sokovia yeah you know and all that stuff and and, and then you know you get into the wanda and and piotr uh who are not piotr uh pedro pedro uh, uh, P- uh, pietro and you have the sorry piotr's rasputin that's a that's colossus um well you have the two of them you know coming in through this whole They've they've seen a civil war and they don't and it was Stark's stuff and they're mad yeah. at him you know they really have they've really gone through a whole and you really get into that in civil war especially yeah of why is it that we should why are, why are you not have some kind of oversight from the government well I mean you see the good why guys we, fighting the good guys exactly. over a difference of opinion exactly. on what should be exactly. done exactly and that's I thought they handled that pretty well in that movie. I mean, you've got Stark on the side of authoritarianism, and you've got Captain America on the side of dangerous freedom. The whole thing, you know, and we get into the whole, in Iron Man 3, you know, which is after the the Chitauri, and we, we are dealing with a superhero who has PTSD. Yeah. And so he's trying to be like, if I'm going to be Cap, if I'm going to be, Iron Man, what can I do to make sure nothing like this happens again? Yeah. And that is his going forward, and that's the whole when you get into 
um, Age of Ultron and the Civil War See, of like he's like it, I want to put a shield around the wor- the world. I, I really feel a like, suit of armor around the world, as he said. I you know, to, really feel like during that period of the movies, they should have dealt with the Tony Stark alcoholism storyline that they dealt with they dealt with it a little bit in iron man 2 not to the extent right. that they did in the comic but book, i think the reason that they didn't do it is because for one they didn't want their flagship superhero to have something like that and also the fact of robert downey jr has a pretty dark history when it comes to alcohols and drugs leading up to all this so I think, especially for Disney, owning being like we, this is not, this is something we don't want to deal with. They dealt with it a little bit. They they should they have gone. A little they bit. should have gone into it more because that yeah. would have been the per. I mean, everybody superhero, talked about that you PTSD. Know, I know he's already drinking. And I know yeah. it's. I, I get it, I, and it's one of those things that I'm like, if they had gone with it, I'm fine. I, I think it would have been a good idea. They with the way that they dealt with it, I'm okay with it. Yeah, um, because it is one of those things that we never see him drink anymore after. All of that, you know, that's the that really the last time we see him drink is Iron Man two. No, actually, no, it's in Avengers at the very end of it when he's talking to Loki. Yeah, that's the last time we see him drink. Are we sure about that? Mm-hmm. Go back and watch. Okay, everything after that, and we don't really see Tony because even like whenever he goes in um, the Infinity War when he goes to the the Avengers base, you know, that he, all he's doing is, uh, he's talking about the coffee grounds and the, you know, and all this kind of, it's one of those things where he's kind of, when he's in the kitchen, he's just fooling around with kitchen utensils and stuff. He's not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it was kind of one of those things that, again, I just, I don't feel like Disney and Marvel wanted to deal with that and, yeah. you know, Whatever you know, it, um, but if you're gonna have a guy do it, he would yeah, be the absolutely. one to do yeah, it because, because he has the history and he's he, he's, he's doing well now. He's got know, the experience on right. it to really bring right. something to it. And uh, you know, that's again, that's and, and Robert Downey Jr. even now doesn't shy away from talking about it, but he doesn't put it front and center anymore no. because he had to live it for so long and that yeah. he had to. I mean, even there was a I don't know if you've seen it or not. There was a foreign press for. I think it was for Infinity War, where one of the one of the the guys who was doing an interview like went hard on him about that, like out of nowhere. Really, and he was and like he's looking at his he's like I thought we were here to talk about Avengers. I didn't know you know type stuff. And like eventually, like his somebody people, tried to make a his name people for are like, all right, this is over. This is because it's it completely called him off guard. You know, where he's just like, I thought we were here to promote a movie. I didn't know we were here to talk about all this stuff you yeah. know i mean it was just kind of and he i've seen him in interviews since then where he's talked about it yeah you know so it's not a you know um but yeah you go through all that you get all this this real you know like again zemo with him you know trying to pull the avengers apart yeah in civil war again it's one of those things where it's like he's not wrong because there's no oversight here there's no they can go and do whatever it is they they're going to do, and there's nobody to say, "Hey, you have responsibility of what happened." Yeah, uh, all the collateral damage here, you know, type stuff. Um, Unlike DC, where they just destroy city, you know, after city after city. The funny after thing city. about it is that Age of Ultron happened after uh, Man of Steel. Yeah, and 
there's that when they when they've got the <laughs> when they've got the uh, helicarrier. And they're like, well, there's not enough time. We can't. And Captain America's like, no, we're getting everybody off of this. There were some people who were like, I think they probably put this in after Man of Steel just to prove that they weren't killing a bunch of people. <laughs> probably. But that also goes into when we get into um, well, I mean, that was Batman Cap- v Superman. Well, I mean, that, that was a whole thing that Bruce Wayne yeah. was so pissed off with is that no. You were reckless, and you killed a bunch of people yeah. because of it. Yeah, and I, I agree with it. Yeah, I got to You know, that's that's the the, the comic book storyline of Civil War. Yeah, all came out of a look. We've got these unregulated, quote unquote, superhero teams running around out there, and they wound up killing a bunch of people because they went into a a, a, a residential area to try to, you know to try to uh, capture this guy. And he wound up killing a bunch of people, a bunch of kids, you know, and type stuff. And so that was where a lot of this came into of like, no, we're going to start regularly. Everybody has to turn in their, their IDs, you know, basically identify yourself and, and be regulated by the government. Of course, it opened up a whole other problem, you know, kind of stuff. Um, But nothing like registering your weapons. Yeah, I know it's a, uh, but you know, it is, it's kind of interesting what they have done. Okay. One of the things I said, we were, we were going to put a pin in and come back to is Isaiah Bradley's grandson. Yes. Okay. Not only him, but also, uh, Wanda envisions kids. Yes. They're all members of the young Avengers. Yes. Uh, Bradley's son, uh, Grant, I can't what his grandson's name is, but he is Patriot. That's, that's you know, who he is. Yeah. And then the two, the two kids, I forget what their, I forget what their code names are. There's been a few people that they've introduced of like, Oh yeah, this is, here comes this the is, next generation. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm interested to see what they do, do with that. Yeah. You know, uh, and if nothing else, at least we're getting the, Oh yeah, let's acknowledge that that's yeah. these characters, you know, um, uh, there, there's quite a bit of that stuff that's happened over Wanda and the, the WandaVision and Falcon and then Winter Soldier. Uh, we got Loki coming up yep. here in another month. June. June, is it 1st or June 11th or something? I think like it's 11th. It's 11th, yeah. So we got a little over a month from when we're recording this. Um, so far, I really liked WandaVision. Well, but we I didn't think, talk about the, the biggest thing at the very end of Falcon and Winter Soldier, which was the end title card. In title card. The in title card after the very last episode was over. Okay. It came up as Captain America and the Winter Soldier. I did see that. I did. That's right. That's right. Which it starts out as Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It literally ends with a black title card and white lettering. Captain America. Captain America and and the Winter Soldier. Again, that was when I saw Avengers Endgame in theaters two years ago. Yeah. Two years now. Um, at the end, whenever Steve gives that shield over to Sam, you know, and he's like, "How?" He's like, "Try it on." He's like, "How does it feel?" He's like, "It feels like it's somebody's else, somebody else's." And he says, "No, it's not." You know, it's type yeah. of thing. I was at that point going, "I want to see this." You yeah, know, I have always there. There are certain things I have always enjoyed seeing different takes on the same. And the thing is, is that there's precedence for it. It's just like in. It start it started in Age of Ultron, but we got the scene that we were waiting for in Endgame when Cap picks up Mjolnir. Yeah, you know, and it's one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, I 
remember sitting in the theater opening night. It was a Thursday night. You know, it op- you know they had the Thursday night showing, and yeah. the, the first one I could get into, seven o'clock or whatever it was, you know. And when they show Mjolnir sitting on the ground, and all of a sudden it picks up, that entire theater lit up. I mean, people screaming and clapping. And oh, it's like, yeah. Everybody knew. Everybody knew that Cap was picking that thing up and he was getting And ready. then you have Thor going, <laughs> I knew I it. I knew it. <laughs> I know. I mean, but it was one of those things where it's like every, I mean, just chill. I get chills thinking about it now. I mean, yeah. it's still one of those things. I have seen that movie God knows how many times since in the last oh, two yeah. years. I mean, it, it really is. And sometimes I'll go, I found out that from the point that Thanos attacks the facility yeah. is roughly an hour before the end of the movie. And I have watched from there to the end of the movie countless times because that battle is 45 minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> and it's and it's just like, it's still spectacular to watch now. Yeah. I don't care how many times I've seen it. But that still gives me chills every time that you see Mjolnir come up off the ground and you know that it's you know that it's Steve Rogers. You know that it's him. Yeah. And it's still one of those things that's just like, wow. Um so yeah, you know, there are certain things there, like with that with Sam flying in with that uniform with yeah. with the uh the shield on his back, you know. It's stuff we've been waiting for. We we've been waiting to see this. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And uh, you know, one of I tell you one of them that I one of the best entrances of like in the superhero it was in Civil War when we finally saw Black Panther. Oh yeah. Like when he when he shows up in costume is one of those like whoa, this is awesome. Yeah. Like I never thought I would see this, you know. Not for any, you know, thing for, you know, uh t- um T'Challa or anything, you know, like, you know, the character, but I was just like Black Panther was always kind of a, a C-tier character, you know, like in the in the overall. Marvel. Now, same thing with Iron Man. Iron Man was a C-tier character until yeah all of this happened but it's one of those things where black panther as soon as as soon as he made his screen debut no he's a he is an a-list character from here on out oh yeah. always will be you know and um and chadwick boseman was just amazing and i i really wonder what they're going to do going forward i i, I think well i mean in the comic book his series sis- becomes yeah, yeah i know but it's like but I mean, she doesn't even she doesn't become the actual Black Panther because right. even when she takes the herb, the herb doesn't choose her because she's still jealous over. Um, well, we'll see what happens going yeah. forward. I mean, but it's she like, becomes the Black Panther strictly through her technology. Right, right. Which be which yeah. be interesting. Again, I love that character. <laughs> you know, that's Shuri yeah. is a great character. I think you know? that's and, the route they yeah. need to take. I mean, that that's the natural progression. Absolutely. You know, so I, I'm I'm interested. You know, there have been a few characters that they've introduced. I've been like, eh. I was not huge to see Captain Marvel. Uh, I wanted to see Carol Danvers. Because yeah. of the rogue of it all, okay. With them t- saying mm. they are going to bring the X Men in proper, yeah, that gives an opportunity for Rogue to get all the powers that we have come, been accustomed to her having over the years, yeah. Because her mutant ability is just to absorb people's memories and powers, you know, and that kind of stuff for a short amount of time, yeah. But she can also fly, and she's invulnerable. And the reason why is because 
Rogue was a villain when she was first introduced in the comic books. Yep. And she had a fight with Carol Danvers when she was Ms. Marvel, and she held on to her too long and absorbed all of that and became a part. Matter of fact, they thought that Carol Danvers was dead for a long time. Yeah. But what happened is she wound up getting an amnesia and she lost her powers because Rogue, you know, and it's something that they've talked about over the years of that makes for an interesting dynamic when you have the person who stole your memories and, and everything and all your powers and, and all that kind of stuff who is now part of a superhero team and you have to interact with them from time to time. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just like no matter how many times she says sorry, it's still one of those things like, no, you took all of this from me. Yeah. So uh, I'd be interested to see who they recast as Rogue. Yeah. Because I don't think no, they won't bring back Anna Paquin. No, I don't think that I don't think that they're going to bring back many, if any, of those. They X-Men. need to start. They need to reboot X Men completely. They've already talked. They've already said that they're going to. It's going to be interesting to see how they do it. Because it's it's kind of like anything else. It's like it's like with Ms. Marvel. Yeah. Okay. They had to go back and tell that story in the past. This happened in the 90s, and then she's been in outer space all this time. Yeah. Because otherwise, if Ms. Marvel is around on Earth, pre-Avengers and all that kind of stuff, then how does anything happen with that powerful of a... Yeah. Same thing kind of with Endgame. She had to be away until the end, because otherwise, we knew that she could destroy Thanos. Yeah. Same thing with Wanda. You know, she was one of them that, that went with the the blip, you know, because and it's one of those things that when she came back, she was within a couple of seconds of destroying Thanos. Yeah. You know, because she was so powerful. Um, the Hulk has always been one of those, like, you know, like in Civil War, you know, he was off world because if the Hulk's on somebody's side, you win. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever it is. I yeah. mean, that's just uh, Thor's uh, same thing. Yeah. Thor had to be off world during Civil War because, again, if you've got the God of Thunder on your side, you win. Yeah. That that's just the way it goes. So, uh, and that, that also is a very comic book conceit of, we have to figure out how to keep this as balanced as possible Yeah, because we know certain overpowered characters tip the scales. Well, so, I've heard rumors of thinking about doing red Hulk. I like red Hulk, but the problem with Red Hulk is, especially with who he he really is, you know who who he is, right? It's General Ross. Oh, that's right. Is when you have two Hulks running around, everything's collateral damage. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just everything well, is collateral damage at that point. I had seen one person explain how they could bring Red Hulk into it mm-hmm. with it actually being Banner himself ending up back as Red Hulk. And it's... But then what happens with Green Hulk? You know, that's... Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the... You know, at one time in the 80s and the comics, they split Banner from the Hulk. Yeah, and so it was one of the things you had Bruce Banner running around, and then you had the Hulk. It was this, this mindless, raging Hulk. Yeah, that you know, which is something they've done over the years, you know, here and there, you know, um, and so it's it's kind of one of those. I don't. The way that they used Hulk initially 
where he was kind of a a nuclear bomb that you that you point and, yeah. and hope that he just goes after the the bad guys and, and doesn't come back on you, you know, type stuff to the point now to where he's the smart Hulk, which is something we saw in the comics as well. I like yeah. smart Hulk. The difference usually in the comics with smart Hulk and, and rage, Hulk. Dumb rage Hulk is the fact that usually smart Hulk is not as powerful that that was a thing at one point where like, well, I mean, he, he was, he was the he angrier. Was, he gets the, the stronger, stronger he and gets. bigger. Yeah. He gets. <laughs> that was, uh, I saw it was a really cool animation years ago. It was it was after Endgame or not after Endgame, but after the first Avengers came out. There was something it was it was going around online. Somebody had done this really cool animation. It was Hulk and Superman fighting each other, and it was just like maybe thirty seconds long, you know, type stuff. And I remember my my now ex wife asked me. She was like, "This is really cool." She's like, uh, "She's like, but who wins this fight?" I'm like. Hulk. She's like, how does Hulk win? I was like, because Hulk's strongest there is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no arguing that logic. <clears throat> Hulk tells you every time, Hulk's strongest there is. It's like <laughs> all you're gonna, all Superman's gonna do is piss him off enough to where he is such, he's just one big steroid rage that, just, yeah. you know, I mean, it's. <laughs> So, but yeah, it, it's interesting to see what's going to happen going forward. I mean, you know, Christine, we got we saw the we got the new trailer for uh, Shang Chi, yeah, and I don't know how I feel about that one because it's again we're getting into those. That's a character I don't know a whole lot about. Now, at the same time, I never thought Guardian of the Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy would be as big as they were. Oh but then, come on! No, look, look. Dude. Let's be honest. Going into Guardians of the Galaxy. I actually loved that comic. Well, see, here's the thing. I read some of the comic, some of the old ones, and then some of the newer ones that come out. And I really like the newer ones better than I like the older ones, you know, with with that particular um, lineup. Um, Because that that lineup of the Guardians was not a thing until, like, 2008 or 2009 or something like that, or 2007, 2008, somewhere around in there. Um, And because Drax was a bad guy, Gamora was a bad guy. It was one of those things that they, you know, they brought them in. Yeah. so it was kind of one of those things where I'm like, I don't know how the general public is going to take a talking raccoon and a walking ta- and a walking tree, and and you know type stuff. But then it blew up and became huge, and I'm like, okay, good because they did it right for one thing, you know. I mean, um, when I saw the teaser trailer come out, well, oh yeah, the teaser when, trailer when, looked when, amazing. When, yeah, when I heard rumors they were going to do this right. movie, I was like, please don't screw this up. Right. And then I saw the well, teaser trailer, and again, I was like, oh, I have said this so many times. Yes, I have said this so many times. They did Iron Man. It was good. Yeah, they did Iron Man too. Yeah, it was good. It wasn't as good as Iron Man, but it was still yeah. good. Oh, excuse me. They did Iron Man. They did Iron Man. Then they did Incredible Hulk. Yeah. And most people kind of still looks at that. Look at that Incredible Hulk. Like, yeah. But I was like, no. Actually, it's a really good movie, and it lays the groundwork for what you need Hulk to be long term. Yeah. Now, one of the best things they ever did was recast there. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, that was Mark Ruffalo was amazing in that role. The the fact that they got Lou Ferrigno to come back for that, yeah, and, and, the, 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 and, the voice, yeah. Well, he even does a, a cameo in one of the movies as Lou Ferrigno as a security guard. That's in the that's in the Ang Lee. It's him and uh, uh, Stanley are both in it. Yeah, um, but it's okay. Iron Man two, eh, okay, and then four was coming out. Yeah, 
And I was like, man, this is where they could really screw this up. Thor was not a great movie. But it they laid, got it right. They laid the groundwork. They got it right, though, yeah. was the, the thing. Okay, awesome. Then we started, the Captain America was the next one. And it's like, okay, please don't screw this up. And they got it right. Yeah. And then we got the Avengers. And they got it right. And, you know, and then you go forward from there. You know, it's kind of okay. And then the next one that I was really worried about was Guardians. And they got it right. Yeah. And then Ant-Man. I was like, uh, they could really screw this one up. And they got it right. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's kind of yeah. been one of those, Doctor Strange, <clears throat> this could be the one that they screw up. And they got it right. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, it's like, you kind of, okay. So it's kind of like going into, you know, the, the, this Shang-Chi and some of the other, like, well, they have what, the Eternals and several other things that are coming now the one big misstep that they did have that a lot of people really don't think a whole lot about now is the inhumans yeah that didn't go well inhumans was supposed to be a movie like all the rest of them and then eventually they're like no let's just make this into a tv thing it was and that was pretty pretty it was really rough yeah so they did have that misstep but they put it on television and so therefore they kind of can say well that didn't really happen yeah you know, that kind of like what they did with a lot of the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff where they're like, because at the time they were saying, oh, it's all connected. You know, after the second season, it's not really connected anymore. No, you know, really. it, they, they really kind of took it in its own way. And like, all right, here we are. Right, all right, fine. It's not all connected like it should be, you know. You know, and if they left it's it kind of the same thing that they did better. with the Netflix stuff where they've kind of been like, it's connected, but it's not, you know. And I hate that because... Some of the characters. The Netflix stuff was awesome. I, I know, I know, I know. And I finally watched that third season of Jessica Jones, and that was great. I need to go back and watch the second season of Luke Cage. Yeah, you do. I still haven't watched that one yet. Luke Cage so. is my favorite out of the, all of them. Uh, again, Luke Cage, they got it right. Jessica Jones, they got it right. Yeah. I was really scared about Jessica Jones because Punisher, I Punisher, they Punisher. got it right. Oh, my God, they got that so right. Daredevil. Yeah. Electra. Yeah. Kingpin. Yeah. I mean, you just go down the line of all these characters that they got right. And it's like, Although I, I like the guy that was playing Kingpin. Mm-hmm. I wish they would have done something to make him look a, like much but bigger you know, than the, what he the was. The thing with Kingpin is that they have, they have done... Initially, he was just this big dude. You know, and he wasn't yeah. like this big, like, mon- like you know, like huge guy, you know, almost like Hulk size, you know. Yeah. And then they kind of made him that, depending on the artist, yeah. you know, and then they, they brought him back to like something normal at another point. And that's the whole thing. Like, D'Onofrio did a great job as the Kingpin. I, I wish they would have done something more with Cloak and Dagger. Dude, that because I I read some of the Cloak and Dagger. And oh, I love King Cloak Pit and Dagger. I know Kingpin King is involved with that. Spider Man was involved. With, yeah, you know, of the, that that was you would see. New Warriors was the, oh yeah they, that was and that's the whole thing. Guardians three supposedly Rich Rider Nova is supposed to be in it, which I am like please bring me please please yeah. please because I love the New Warriors. I mean that is they're they're my favorite like D list you know, yeah. whatever. But it's one of those things where, you know, they, of course, where they introduced the Nova Corps and Guardians, you yeah. know. Uh, but so it's one of those things that, like, there, there's so much for them to go out and explore, you know. And I'm really, I think Loki is probably going to be our, especially from that trailer. Well, that trailer I mean, is showing that now you're dealing with the time agency. And you're also dealing with the multiverse. Yeah. 
and they've they've hinted at the multiverse a couple of times, especially in Endgame. Whenever he's talking to the uh, yeah. um, the immortal, and she's like, "No, this is what happens if you." Was it the immortal? Was that her name? No, it was the uh, Gar. Um, yeah. I can't remember. It's My- Tilda Swenson. But yeah, it's one of those things where she's saying, "Now look, if you take this out here, then you don't just like the supreme sorcerer." Uh, was she the source? She was a source of Supreme Sorcerer at the Supreme, time, but her yeah. name is the. It was the the. Uh, was it the Immortal? I think that no, wasn't the Immortal. I'm thinking Buffy again. Anyway, but it's one of those things where it's like you know when she explains, yeah, you don't just take this out and things go on. You created a whole new, you know. And I'm like, okay, this is where they're starting to. And then of course with the the new Doctor Strange is coming out that's called the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, awesome. This is you know, and we got. Loki or Thor in uh, Doctor Strange, yeah. you know, at, at the end, you know, type stuff. And when we got into, you know, uh, Infinity War, that he was the one that they came back to, you know, like, or actually, no, it was, um, it was Banner that came back to Strange because Strange was talking about well, Iron Man. What am I thinking Man. about? Was it Thor 2? I don't know. There was one of them where Loki and Loki and Thor are talking to Doctor Strange. That was Ragnarok. The, was that Ragnarok? Yeah. Okay. Might be right. I don't. It all runs together. After no, that's it, Ragnarok. Ragnarok he, was one of those also that was like they could have really gotten this wrong because they, they were basically doing Planet Hulk. And yeah. And I was like, no, 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 they got this right. They got for the most part, they got it right. You and know, it's a, and they they've hinted at Beta Ray Bill. Yes. And they've hinted well, Stormbreaker. at Yeah. That's the whole thing. You get Stormbreaker, you got to bring Beta Ray Bill in at some point. Yeah. You know. Um, and so we'll see what happens with Love and Thunder or whatever it is. Because I think that's probably where they're going to either there or it'll be in Guardians, one of the two. Yeah. Where they so I don't know. There's so much that can happen going forward now, and you know we've got like I said we've got Loki in in June, we've got Black Widow in July, we've got Shang Chi in uh, September. Yeah. And then what's after that? I don't remember the release dates after exact. I can't remember what the next one is. I want to say Guardians is the next one that's supposed to come out in like twenty twenty two or something like that. I know it got delayed. Everything because, got delayed because of COVID. I mean, well, no, what, and what, also with James Gunn leaving James, and then coming back. Well, and, not leaving, getting fired yeah, for something and, stupid, and then being able to come back, but right. it got moved back because he had already accepted a job on the DC, new right. um, Suicide Squad movie. Yeah, I just know which I'm probably gonna go watch no i won't that first one was so bad that well it's not it I'm, this is a james gunn suicide squad I, again i won't watch that for the same reason that i won't watch the uh the snyder cut and why i've never seen justice league and why i'll never watch iron or uh, well, you're a marvel Aquaman. guy anyway i don't like those characters I, I i have never outside of batman i have never been invested in a dc character Really? Yeah. It just, it's, I have read a lot of DC comics. Yeah. At various points, you know, depending on what it was. Usually it's Batman stuff. It's, I did, I did read Superman for a, a, a good chunk of time. I read some See, other stuff. I don't like Superman. Um, I'm, I'm a Batman guy. I tell you somebody who's really, that, that had a really great, it was, it was, it was after the new 52, but Booster Gold had a great run oh, for yeah. a while because it was like, it was comedy more than anything else, you know, and, and it was like, cause he's such a, he's such a, he's only a hero 
because he has people around him that's making him heroic. Yeah. Because he really is a me first guy. But the fact that, you know, he had like, you know, the Blue Beetle and different people like that around him who were like his friends. You're like, no, dude, yeah. you need to do this because this is what the good guys do. When he didn't have that any longer and he was like, well, screw it. I can do whatever I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> and and it was – but it was still one of those things where he had like – because it was a time – like time jump thing where he was like he could go to different places in time. And, of course, he wanted to go back. This is when Blue Beetle was dead. He wanted to go back and save his his friend. But they, they kept telling him, like, you can't go do that because there's some things in time that can't be undone. undone. So one of the episodes, one of the issues dealt with the, I forget what the guy's name was that was, that was like being his like time guide, you know, whatever, kept sending him back to the killing joke to try to save Barbara Gordon. And every time he would go back, the Joker would just beat him almost to death. And then he would come back like, all right, let's do this again. And like he went over and over and over and just kept getting like beat down and beat down and beat down. And Barbara Gordon still wound up paralyzed and, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And he's like, I can't figure out what's wrong. And he was like, and his, his mentor is like, you can't fix this. And he's like, what do you mean I can't fix it? He's like, there are some things in time that cannot be fixed. He's like, then why did you keep sending me back to fix it? He's like, because you needed to learn the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> and that was why he kept explaining. You can't go back and save Blue Beetle because yeah. that is something that cannot be fixed in time. Now, the suck thing about that is that years later, they undid the killing joke, you know, and brought Barbara and brought Barbara Gordon out of the wheelchair, stopped being Oracle, and she became Batgirl again, yeah. you know, and all this kind of stuff. It's like, so you can't undo certain things in time unless it calls for it in your storyline. <laughs> well, I mean, how many times has both comic book companies killed off characters and then well, you know, them back? That was one of the things that they talked about for the longest time. That there's, in, in Marvel Comics, there, was two, there were two people you couldn't bring back, that they were permanently dead. Yeah. Uncle Ben yeah. and Bucky. Yeah. Well, one of them is back. In a big way. And has been for well over a decade now. Yeah. And it's just a matter of time with Uncle Ben, to be honest. I mean, it's... I hope not. I hope not, Because too, that because completely changes Spider-Man's if, story. If Uncle Ben arc. doesn't die, Spider-Man doesn't become who he is. Yeah. It just doesn't, you know. So, anyways, we've rambled on about a whole lot of comic book stuff <laughs> now for a while. Uh, we hope you enjoyed listening to us talk about all of it. Uh, we started off with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and we wound up with Spider-Man and Uncle Ben to death eventually, and Booster Gold, and took all the detours that we always take whenever we're... <laughs> Once again, I apologize for being sick and sound like garbage. And... So anyways, guys, thank you so much. Go to our, our Instagram, go to our Facebook. There are links in the show notes. Show notes. And uh, we will be back with another episode here very soon. We got a... I got some determine stuff in, what we're gonna do. Yeah, we gotta figure out what we're gonna do. Hey, send us ideas. Send us ideas. We are so open to, to suggestions to what even you guys want to hear about. Stuff that we might about. not even know about because sometimes it's fun to to find out about new things. Yeah. So, so, anyways, I am Alan Smith. I'm the other guy, Big Dave, and we will see you next time. See ya.